Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. Today, the three of us are going to be chatting about CCR that we've been reading lately, just for fun. So um, I'm going to just kick us off, I guess, um, because I Go. can. So Yes. <laughs> You're the boss. Go for it. Go um, for it. So the, what I've read re- recently um, probably technically counts as five, but it was a box. So I'm going just as the box, um, which is A Divine Christmas by Bryn Stewart, a.k.a. Lynette Bonner. Uh, it is her contemporary pen name. I don't, I mean, I hope she's not trying to keep it a secret because I always say a.k.a. Lynette. I'm pretty sure she's not. Okay, good. <laughs> Otherwise, oops. But um it is five tangentially related Christmas stories in a small Oregon town, and they all have an actor or actress as one of the protagonists, which is kind of fun. So celebrity, uh, celebrity in a small town kind of thing. Um, they're sweet, fast Christmas reads, and as with anything Lynette writes, um, plenty of Jesus, which to me is just necessary for a Christmas book uh, in particular, like CCR in general, it's necessary. But if it's going to be a Christmas CCR, I need more than Santa. I need Jesus. Um, so I really enjoyed it. It was sort of my perfect Christmas read. And I read all five of them back to back. And um, and then I was done writing, reading Christmas books. <laughs> <laughs> because I was kind of was like oh that was a lot of that was a lot of Christmas books but um but they were really good and I enjoyed it a lot so. they are good stories yeah. I have enjoyed them yeah. in years past when yeah. they were singly available so that is true they are older they are older stories that were either in previous box sets or whatever and she boxed them up as a Christmas box so yeah cool Narelle, what you got? Well, the the word recent in my <laughs> today has a very loose definition. Sure. Um, we actually, I don't Months. know, you guys probably aren't aware of our recording schedules, but sometimes we end up doing a, like a, a quarter of a year's episodes in a very short <laughs> space of time. And so we're on the tail end of a run of a lot of recording episodes close so <laughs> I literally have exhausted my recent reads because everything I've been reading lately has been either not CCR which has been a different genre or I've been reading for episodes and one of our things for this episode is we normally don't talk about something that we've mentioned in another episode we try yep. to do something unique so I've gone back to earlier in 2023 and I'm going to talk about um the the two of the books in the Trinity Lakes series. So I'll do one at a time. So that's the Trinity Lakes romance series, which we have mentioned on the podcast before, and I wrote the first book in the series. So the one I'm going to talk about first is by debut author Yola Goulton. So she's a Kiwi New Zealand author, and her book is Always By My Side. And we have um, a, a Kiwi New Zealand hero in this one, and we've got an American heroine, and it's in Trinity Lakes, which is a fictional small town in eastern Washington state. And so Tabby is a triplet and so there'll, there'll be three books that Yola's planning to write and so there'll be three triplets, three books. It's a lovely match. And different to twins. We don't triplets. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's very convenient. We don't often see triplets no. um, in CCR. Twins are more common. So Tabby is a triplet who stayed in Trinity Lakes um, with her father and her grandma who have a and b that's near the lake. And she's the one who cares for everyone, looks after everyone. If some something someone needs something at church, she's the one who'll cook something or do something. She's very much um, a Martha in terms of all the work that she does, if you want to go back to a biblical reference yep. for her. And um, she also works at the rowing club as well as running the B&B. Her grandmother's recently passed away and she's got to work sort through all her stuff and but her twin her triplets the other triplets are running off at studying living their best lives and she's stuck in Trinity Lakes thinking what am I going to do so she's really in a rush at the beginning of the story and then we have Logan who's the world traveler adventurer Kiwi dude who is um, in the states because he's been studying but he lands in Trinity Lakes because he can't do what he's meant to be doing which is something in Spain it was a walk he was doing I can't remember exactly uh, anyway so he lands in Trinity Lakes to recuperate and stays at the B&B and so Tabby has quite preconceived ideas about him and he's got in her opinion a bad boy past and he's completely unsuitable as a potential romantic interest and that's not actually the case in terms of where Logan is and it's a really fun story like I just really really ordinary down-to-earth people and I really appreciated how it all played out and we see a bit more of what's unpacked from my first book Never Find Another You. You learn more about the old boat shed and the land zoning and that series um, mystery sort of starts to unpack a bit more in this book as well but um, I, I really I've got to be careful what I say because I do know this story very well. Tabby was a <laughs> character in my book so I'm like don't give away spoilers in realm when you talk about it <laughs> but I really did enjoy Yola's book great debut so if you haven't read um always by my side go find it because it's a good one good and it stands it's like all the Kindle somewhere yeah like all the trinity lakes romances they all do link up and there are connections via setting characters mm-hmm. and different things but you can read it as a standalone if you want to as well and pick and cherry pick what you want to read valerie cherry picking <laughs> um i have recently more recently <laughs> And Narelle's talking about <laughs> Read Finding Grace by Melanie D. Snitker. And I have no idea how I never read this one before. Yeah. It's the final book in a six book series. And I have loved all of the books. So why I randomly did not read this one? Well, I kind of, I, I guess I probably know how it happened is that my Kindle is always full. Right. And so I don't always read from beginning to end on each series that catches my eye or it would be 10 times deeper um, than it is. And I'd never get anything ready. Anyway, um, Beth is the heroine. She works at a zoo in Texas (laughs) and she meets single dad Tyler when he becomes separated from his six year old Megan at the zoo. Um, Megan is a fairly um, strong willed child who decided that she didn't like what her dad said and so she stomped off and then when she realized that then she realized she didn't know where he was and he was looking for her right so somebody took her to the gift shop and they put out an announcement over the intercom thing speakers um, but that's where um, Beth was working so Tyler is immediately intrigued by her and she is immediately not intrigued by him and um but he 
kind of gives in to Megan wanting to go back to the zoo um, again pretty soon and buys a season pass because it's just kind of interesting over there. And he slips Beth his business card. Now he and his dad own an automotive shop. And um, so he's aware of, you know, maybe not being, he feels not being maybe good enough for her, but um, she's, she's not looking at that. She's just really determined to stay single because of a bad breakup, which I have to admit, I have used that in stories too, but I think I need to find a new reason <laughs> people don't want to get married. But anyway, um, when her car breaks down though, she has no one else to call. So she calls Tyler. And then she realizes that he lives with his dad, that Megan's mother is not at all in the picture. And it's only the three of them. And she comes from this robust family of half a dozen kids and they're planning all their Christmas stuff. And it's just this big, crazy thing. Her siblings are married and have kids and it's just like 30 people. And <laughs> it's like, and he's like by himself. So she does the right thing and invites him. And of course, her siblings get big ideas. And uh, Megan is um, gets along great with her nieces and nephews. Of course, you know, there's there's some hiccups coming. Um, <laughs> but um, it was it was great. A, a good Christmas story, um, but set in Texas. So a little less snowy than but I've got outside. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't read that series uh, by Melanie D. Snitker, then what is you the series? I can't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember either because I've read. Uh, it's Finding all, Peace, Finding Joy. Okay. Yeah. Finding Grace is the last. Yes. One, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, my next one. Um, is actually a Christmas book. I read it before I read the Net Bonner's box. So, um, oh. so that's, that's how you're getting out that's of That's how it. I'm getting around mm -hmm. that. But oh, it, yeah. it this Thanks. is the sum total of the Christmas reading that I have done this year. Oh, and Christmas Ella that we had uh, for Angela Ruth Strong, an episode with her. So, that, but that's it. Now I'm done with my Christmas reading. And, um, and this is going to be friends. This can make Valerie roll her eyes because this is romantic suspense, but it is called Dangerous Christmas Inheritance by Jandis Sample. And um, it is not over the top suspense. Um, it, so is more, it is more romantic mystery, which I still like, I contend that is not a thing, but even Amazon now is saying it's a thing and I don't think it's a thing. But, but now it is a thing. But apparently it's a thing. Um, Poor whatever. you. Anyway, so I'm wrong. Surprise. Um, but I love it. Um, this one. Um, because it's really not cozy mystery, which is what I generally, when people say they write romantic mystery, I'm like, yeah, I've read that. That's a cozy. But this is not a cozy. This is much more like romantic suspense, but with a mystery instead of like death defying, we're on the run with a Navy SEAL. Okay, so it um, is a uh, small town. It is um, like a family secret that uh, has to be unraveled. And it's tricky because the heroine doesn't actually think she has a family um, because she has been raised by 
relatives and the relatives died and then by friends of the relatives. So she's sort of lost and just trying to set up this shop as a, a her place in the world. Um, and this is starting so, to sound like a Molly Rushmeyer book. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, and so she has um it's sort of an antique shop kind of thing and so she puts up a christmas display with some things she found in the attic of the house that she inherited from the friend of the grandmother who raised her um and then the shop gets broken into and things mysterious things start happening um and she had held one of the pieces of the decorations for the front back because it needed to be re-glued and um Hmm, maybe that's important. So, but uh, helping her in this intrepid discovery is the UPS man um, who who has had a crush on her since he started delivering packages to her shop. And he's um, not and a retired SEAL? No, he's not. He's just a, a just little check. boy UPS man uh, with a big family who is like, you don't have a family. We've got family to spare kind of thing. And it's just heartwarming and sweet and delightful. And that's why you think it's cozy mystery ish because of the amateur sleuths. It doesn't have a professional. Right. Yeah. Hero or heroine. That's, that's <clears throat> yeah. No law enforcement, enforcement involvement yeah. or military or anything. Yeah. And, and I mean, the stakes are not high. Like it's, it's a low stakes invest, you know? Yeah. People aren't dying left, right, She gets center. run off the road. That's about as scary as it gets. I mean, and that's scary, but it's not like she, she doesn't flip. She doesn't do 360s. You know, it's not death defying. So it's more romance and suspense. Then, yes, sure. much more romance. Yeah. Yeah. That it's the suspense that keeps them glued together, at least at first. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Or the male. <laughs> yeah, or the male. Well, the He's suspense is why up. she accepts anything more than a package from him because she realizes yeah. she needs help. And um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. What's your second one, Narelle? My second one, I'm going to stay in Trinity Lakes and talk about Where Our Heart Lies by Jenny Glazebrook. So she's an Australian author. This is effectively her debut CCR because her backlist is more YA and um, young adult with romance in it as well. So this one, I've, I really love this one as much as I love Yola's as well. These, these two really are favourites of mine in the series. And Hallie is really probably, I'd describe her as a very naive daughter of um, missionaries and she gets herself in a bit of a tricky situation and ends up at running to Trinity Lakes and sort of hiding out there where, because that's where she was for part of her childhood. When she was growing up, though, her parents were missionaries based there because there's a college there's a Bible college there. So that's the connection. So she goes back to what's safe and familiar to her and hangs out there. And then we have the hero is um, Josh and he's a pastor's kid and he did have aspirations to follow his dad into the ministry and then stuff happened in Australia and that there's reasons as to why that's no longer on his radar. And so it's really them reconnecting. He's hiding secrets. She's quite insecure and really feels unworthy of being loved. And this particular story also brings out some more things that are happening in the series. So if you remember mentions, if you've been reading the Trinity Lakes books and remember the junk man as a character, we get to find out a bit more about the junk man in this book. And there's also connections to Hannah, who's my heroine in the first book, 
there's a family connection to these characters in this book as well that comes out later. So it unpacks a bit more. Basically, Jenny's book, Where Our Hearts Lie and the next one, need to happen before I write a second book in Trinity Lakes because it okay. unpacks stuff that I need for Hannah's younger sister's story to happen. So it all ties in together. But as I said, they can be read as a standalone romance with all of that. But if you want that extra rich experience of reuniting with characters you've met before and all those fun things, that small town um, romancy feel then um go read the whole series yeah but I really enjoyed this one and um I'm looking forward to the next year in 2024 there's some more Trinity Lakes romances coming out starting in February so looking forward to seeing those release Valerie the second one that I want to talk about is another Christmas story (laughs) Happy Love and Christmas Joy by Marilee Wren Mm-hmm. Um, I have read most of her previous Christmas in Hallsburg, I think it is, um, books. Um, but she be, and she's releasing one a year, their novella length. And so when this one crossed my Kindle, because I pre-ordered it mm-hmm. um a week or two ago, I don't know, relatively recently, I was like, oh, that's a short one, and it doesn't tie in with any of the themes we're recording about this week. So I can use that as a recent read. Bingo, here we go. And I enjoyed it. Um, Ella moves to town with her six-year-old daughter, Joy. Uh, She has family in this particular town, Hallsburg. She's looking for work, and she's there um, also because her cousin is getting married. Um, But, I mean, you don't move someplace just because your cousin's getting married. Anyways, she does... What she does not expect was to get a job at a restaurant that is run by her cousin's two-timing ex. So her cousin had dated this guy, um, Tony, for like 10 years since high school. And then everything fell apart about a year and a half, two years ago. And that, um, her cousin's story was in a previous book, but I didn't look up which one it was. So starting with the breakup with Tony and then so the, the wedding is early in this book and you're like, and she's so happy with this other guy. And there's poor Tony trying to figure out what all went wrong with his life. Um, so she's not expecting to find him charming because look what he did mm-hmm. to her cousin, right? Uh, but she does remember that her cousin thought he was pretty awesome for a long time as well, but she's trying to stay on guard. So this is a kind of a weird connection but it works in in the story um, because all of this series has puppy love and something um so there's uh, uh an event where people are adopting puppies and tony goes to it i don't know why tony goes to it because he sees ella going to it and um and her little girl is set on having a jack russell she wants a Jack Russell and there are no Jack Russells here well that's a cute puppy and she'll sit down and play with that puppy for a while but that's not what she wants and this one but it's not what she wants but they're nice puppies and she likes them all so anyways there's one that Ella kind of likes but her daughter's like no because it's not a Jack Russell so Tony decides to temporarily foster this puppy in hopes that the little girl will decide um, that it is in fact the puppy that she wanted all along so that sounds a little weird, but Marilee makes it work within the story as, as a way to keep them pulled together, as though her working for 
his family restaurant isn't enough, but there's no puppy there. <laughs> mm, um, yes. So the in the end, if, if I say this, in the end, it's clear that the little girl has been matchmaking um, and that Tony really has changed and regrets what happened. Um, so he, if only Ella can put herself out there and believe that he is a new person, then all will be well. All will be all well. Will be well. That's a then, hard sell for me. To a reformed cheater would be a really hard sell for me. Um, yeah, Marilee makes it work. I think she did. Yeah, because you kind of see what went into what happened and how he had been misled and allowed himself to be misled. It's not like it's sugar coated that he was like, oh, completely innocent, and it was all some third party's fault. Right. And yet, um, okay. Yeah, I think it does work. Okay. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It's in my I've it's in my TBR. I'm pretty sure I picked that one yeah, up. Yeah, it I really feel like I yeah. probably did too, because I like Marilee's stuff. So yeah. Mm. It released, I believe, in November, I wanna say. Cool. Yes, it's a November one. Yeah. Excellent. Anyway. All right. Well, we'd love to know what you've been reading lately. You can leave Christmas us a comment. Christmas books, right? You probably. <laughs> um, leave us a comment on the YouTube page and uh, or on Facebook, whatever makes you happy. And um, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And if you do happen to be over on Facebook, on Facebook, on YouTube, leaving us a message, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never, ever miss an episode. We will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everyone.